Hello and welcome for another episode of the podcast. How are you doing, everybody? And today in the studio, well, most likely in the Zoom, I have a very dear friend. Uh, she is a very talented photographer that I uh, met in New York. We, I really impressed with her work. She shoots so many amazing projects and even got to shoot a royalty. And I always tend to see anything that she posts and everything that she does. And she has an, a, such a unique aesthetic that you can see on her feeds and uh, on everything that she puts online. Uh, how's it going, Christy? It's been wonderful. How are you? Good. I'm so excited that you're here. It's been it's been a, a little while that since we planned this podcast. It has been pushed a couple of times. I know. I know. It happens. And especially with the quarantine, it just feels even longer. I know. I know. There are so many major life events in between because like that we planned and then it didn't happen. And then you moved. I know. Like, <laughs> and then life, you know. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. So good to see you. How how's it been? How's it been now? It's been great. Um, it's getting warmer, thankfully. <laughs> and um, I think the city is also slow slowly opening up in uh, New York. So it's exciting to see that um hopefully everyone get vaccinated and we can um go back to the usual normal life um and really connecting with people face to face. Um, yeah, and excited to, to be here too. Yeah, it seems like this, the whole uh, weird time just gave us uh, a new appreciation on connection and face-to-face -face interactions. Absolutely. There are, there are things can't be taken away when you meet someone in person, you can physically touch them. But in the meantime, I think it also... Um, pushes us to to figure out what are some of the other ways you know as we are restricted physically to still make that connection with other people because as we human beings we we need to connect with others right 100 100 and uh i mean we were going in that direction beforehand as technology kind of evolved as you saw uh things were moving online and people were kind of starting to not they were not um uh, taking they were taken for granted this whole part of meeting people and they were moving more and more interaction online but ever since this thing started we were forced to live online and it's just also creates a whole new level of communication and whole new nuances and everything but yeah you definitely cannot uh cannot replace the feeling of seeing another person and being in the presence of someone else absolutely yeah I, i'll tell you yesterday was my first time going back to dancing oh because <laughs> it now, must feel exhilarating they they <laughs> opened up um they opened up clubs because more than half of the population is vaccinated so now the restrictions have been lifted and clubs are open and i i tell you i let me tell you, it was so surreal. I went, <laughs> I went in, and you see a lot of people dancing, and it's not a foreign sight. It's just after a break for a year that you dance, don't see it. It was so, uh, I, I don't know, weird. The best way to describe it. It felt almost awkward when I asked <laughs> someone to dance. Is, is like I dance a little bit, like here and there with people that I trust and like, and, and I, that I know that we both were vaccinated and we're safe. Right. But it was weird to be in the setting, in the social setting again, but it's so nice. I left as if like, I used to leave when I, when I started dancing with this, oh my God, that was such a great night. Yes, absolutely. For, for me, like social dancing, that's, that's one of the exciting thing because it's not just meeting people and when you dance with them, it's another type of communication. And 
Um, no, I totally hear you. Like after this year, when you see people, you're like, am I really meeting another human being? <laughs> yeah. Are we really dancing? Are we really, you know, sitting side by side, giving each other a hug? Um, but yeah, no, that definitely makes you appreciate all of those little things so much more. Yeah. You're going to meet people and you're like, you know, like touch your face and like, oh my God, you're real. I can feel you. I can, I can feel you. <laughs> Some people will be like, like oh yeah. <laughs> you're real. I know. So, um, as you know, I told you this uh, podcast about a connection and all its, uh, how would it would be this uh, extensions? Right. And uh, you are, you have a very strong connection to art. Mm-hmm. How that how did that came to be how did you find that that would be your direction in life um so i think it go way back that um my family always appreciated art my father always he he loves photography so as i was a kid i'll be carrying his uh, heavy camera <laughs> professional <laughs> camera as we are traveling and all that um but for me is um, like, so I always love to like capture like moments and things. Um, for me, it's almost like my little diary. And so, you know, as time went by and when I came to the state, my dad actually gave me my first professional camera. So I've always been, um, you know, using phone or all of that to take photos. But then, you know, my dad gave me the first camera. That's kind of like where I started shooting more professionally. Um, so, and that it just kind of evolves, become a sense that it's a way for me to connect with people and then also tell a story and then also express how I feel creatively, artistically, and then also authentically with whoever I'm shooting for. Um, so, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's been quite a journey. Yeah. What, what was the your most distinct moment at the beginning of your career where you were like, wow, this is, this is awesome. Um, you mean professionally or just, just, like, just, just a moment when you're like, wow, this thing really makes me feel good. So I think, um, where it clicked for me, like to wanted to shoot more is, uh, I was on a family trip um at Cambodia and um so there was this unfortunately just because of the economic situation so as you are traveling uh, at Cambodia at the time and this was like probably more than 20 years ago um 10 20 years ago so there will be a lot of kids actually coming in and crying or just kind of like beg for money uh-huh. and which is very hard to watch but what just becomes such a clear uh, memory for me is of all these kids, like, you know, they're asking for money and all of that, where they're crying and just, you know, feeling really sad. There's this one girl and she has these cutest big eyes and she's just like eating her ice cream. And, you know, while like she was around all of the kids and she's, you know, kind of like, you know, have all these dust and dirt around, but she's just so happy enjoying that little ice cream. And then there's like ice cream all over her face, on her hands. And I just, and I have my, um, so my dad gave at the time, rent me his, one of his cameras. So he's shooting one, I'm shooting one. Um, and I remember I just couldn't stop shooting her. And I just, like, I just love how she smiles, how she's just in that moment. And then I just can never forget her. And so after that, and I saw the pictures, I was like, oh, like I, I love this. And then it just kind of clicked for me that it becomes this thing that I wanted to capture people. Like, I love to shoot everything. I love to shoot scenery and everything. But when I shoot people, I just somehow it just that that real um facial expressions the the moment that's what happening just reminds me of what everything is happening in between so that i feel like kind of lead like just makes me want to like really love photography and then 
another defined moment to really shoot professionally is so you know, as I came to the States um, and then I've been shooting more with the, the camera that my father gave me. Um, so people started to ask me for professional photo shoot. Um, but what clicked for me professionally is as I was shooting and then there was one time I actually went to a, uh, a Congress and then took some classes just from a famous uh, couple uh, from, from Spain. And so I connected with them afterwards just because I love how they taught and everything. Um, and then suddenly the, the male instructor asked me, oh, uh, would you like to have a photo shoot together, uh, a commission photo shoot? Um, so uh, I was very excited because I was, in fact, very new to the dancing. Um, I just started dancing probably one year or less than one year. Um, and they are this famous couple. And so I feel very flattered and excited. So, and uh, so we went to shoot in DC uh, when they traveled from Spain to DC for, for Congress. And so it was a beautiful day. And I just remember artistically, I was there so open to any suggestions or any thoughts I have. And then because they are so athletic and then creative with their body and everything. So it's just such a, beautiful uh collaboration together and like a spark of art with their dance with their um physical strength with their expression through their body and then also for me looking at them how i incorporate the scene with the light and all of that so that clicks for me professionally like i just love this because i love dance i love I love how we are able to express our emotions and communicate through dance. And at the same time, not only I capture that, but I also can, can create art through someone, through people. And so that, that's, I feel like, also another defined moment more professionally. It really sounds that you're really, really loving it and enjoying it from a very genuine place. It's not, and not from a place that, Oh, it makes me money and I can get to see cool people and get to do cool stuff, but you're really doing it for your soul first and other reasons after I feel that yeah. I feel also that it wouldn't be possible unless you would get the support from your family from right from, from a very right, absolutely and then it's i think my my father definitely planted that seed for me of just to understand the technical piece or just you know starting to shoot um and so so that clicks for me and then i think for me i just i got excited and then in fact photography and art for me is not about money because if i in all honesty, if like I just completely focusing on trying to make like I actually make so much less <laughs> when I'm doing photography compared to, to some of my professional work. Um, uh, so but the, the, the excitement and then the fulfillment and the creative side that brings me from art, from photography, it's just so hard to express. Yeah, it's it's definitely has a different impact than other things right um, how do you how do you think I, and i'll ask you because you, you you experienced it in a very positive way also i have a at another guest that that showed me that unless unless you have the support from your parents your support from early from an early age you won't get I'm, it will be a, let me put it in a nice way in a in not a nice way, in a very a more clear way. Um, mm -hmm. When you have support from an early age, it's a constructive bond. It's a constructive mm -hmm. way. But if you don't get support from an early age, it's a destructive bond. It means that it will slow you down. Not just it will slow your your growth in a sense that, um, let's say you have if you have someone has parents that they do not support their child's dream and then that, mm -hmm. that kid grows and then let's say instead of starting his uh artistic or whatever career uh in in your early age they'll get to do it in like 30 well i can say it. it's kind of my, kind of a little bit of my example 
but mm-hmm. um, how do you think is how do you think uh, we can overcome those things, those uh, challenges, mm-hmm. and 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 get to that that's that place that of of fulfillment, even though we can we the environment is not that supportive. So, in fact, um, you brought up a good point, and it's actually interesting. I actually don't have, how do I say this? My parents support me as an Asian parent, so I'm originally from Taiwan. Um, my parents support me to shoot, but they never really supported me to do it professionally, oh, okay. <laughs> if I That's say that. Fair. So, you know, as an Asian parent, they, they, they love art, but they also are worried that if I was, if I will be able to sustain myself through art. And so, um, so an interesting fact is that, for example, I, um, when I was in high school in Taiwan, I used to dance, I danced so much. Um, and then the teacher wants me to, wanted me to dance like professionally join her dance team, um, after graduating all of that. Um, and I've been dancing always like hip hop, modern and all of that, but, um, because my parents want us to focus on academic studying. Uh-huh. So they don't even really know I was dancing because I have to hide that. <laughs> they knew they're actually going to be really upset. And so I remember there will be shows and I will go dance. And uh, we have this amazing, huge annual performance. Um, but then right after show, which all of my good friends, they know. So they will come to me and they will help me take off all of the makeup, remove all the, the hairstyles and change to my long like uniform um, and then go back home as if I went to study. Oh, <laughs> so you have um, like a double life. And so I like, and so in fact, and then later on in university and in, in Taiwan too, I have this dance crew that we dance together. Um, and we even went out to have some competitions and shows in Taiwan, but um, but because of school and because of academic and because also partially my parents, like they won't really support pure art. I came to the States for, for studying and for work. And actually my dance crew back then, they are now all professional dance teachers. Wow. Um, yeah, they're like full blown, amazing dance teachers in Taiwan. And they, they were even on the, I think one of these famous shows in the U S that have a, a show in Asia. Um, and so it would be so much different. So in fact, if you say they delay the process, like I, my process in fact delayed too. And so photography, my dad, like he, we've always been shooting, but we shoot when we, you know, when I travel and then have family gathering, stuff like that. But then later on when I was in the States and I started shooting and I, I was so excited. I told them like, look at that. People love my photos and look what I did. And they're like, this is great. Um, just make sure you don't quit your job. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so um, and then as it becomes more and more, they're just like, oh, this is great. But then they're always so worried that, you know, like, am I going to just do this full time and all of that? So I feel like, you know, it, they're sometimes things will delay you, right? Or, yeah. you know, if they don't support you or whatever, but you can never, um, you cannot stop what speaks to you. Yeah. Um, and then there are times, you know, where they are coming from is not from a bad place. They, they care about my well-being and all of that, and which, which I understand, but I feel like a lot of times we are so stick to the fact that it's either or, you know, we, we can only choose this, we can only do this. But after all these years, um, because as I was shooting, my family thought it was just interest, you know, all of that. But now it's, I, I am, I was actually so grateful and excited that I had this um, photography business and also channel that I was able to connect and speak with so many people around the world. Even though sometimes I never met them, but they saw my photos and then we connected. Um, and the the thing is. I can still do something. Um, so for example, I am in fact, not a full-time photographer. I am a healthcare consultant. I'm a profession in that sense. But at the same time, I feel like both of my world gives me, because makes me who I am because yeah. the creativity feeds into every part of my life. And then it makes me so happy. And 
able to to speak in the like for example i always feel science or the the usual work is very black and white and art is all about great it's everything in between yeah. and also the beauty of that is no one can ever say it's right or wrong it's your creation as long as you love it as long as you like it that's the most important thing it shouldn't be about anyone's validation it shouldn't be about if it sells or not it shouldn't be how do this people how do these people think if it's pretty or not it's all how art is you express yourself and and as long as it makes you happy, as long as it express you either to make you happy, to make you like a therapy for yourself or, or to, to relax you or anything, um, as long as it fulfills that, that, you know, you, you should just honor that and then continue to do that. Um, it doesn't mean like, oh, I can just do that. You know, I feel yeah. like sometimes we too focus on that, but, um, but, and like you said, the going back to, you know, if the family kind of like stops you a little bit where you don't have the support, you know, maybe you will start a little bit later. Just like I actually, once I left Taiwan, I never danced. <clears throat> and then in fact, six, seven years later, I said, then I suddenly like, you know what? I just, I miss it. And then I just wanted to, you know, go dance. And I went to a club and then somehow <laughs> I found this random club have a Latin night. And, and that's the first time I ever, you know, see salsa and uh, but that didn't click for me even at that time. Uh, I just clicked, I went to kind of like mimic what people are doing and that's it. But then two, three years later, I came back again and then, oh my gosh, I completely fall in love and then join a team and Scorched then all the that. Floors. And then photography too. So it's just like, even though it may delay a little bit, but if it's meant for you, I feel like it will, it will come to you. hundred percent. I feel, um, uh, I th it seems like if if looking at it a very like a little bit outside of um, from a from a, a from a macro perspective, uh, our parents' generation had uh, had to deal with other challenges, mm -hmm. and I, I uh, in our generation, thanks thanks to the challenges that our parents went through and uh, overcome we got the privilege to look at our life and to assume responsibility on our wishes and wants and needs where previously it wasn't that easy. You couldn't really do what you really want because you had to earn money and sustain your family and mm -hmm. to make sure you provide opportunity because it wasn't as abundant as it is right now because right now you can pretty much like there is a guy on tiktok who were skating and drinking cranberry juice and became right. a viral sensation and made some <laughs> money and who knows where it's gonna take him uh there was a, a story about an accountant who decided to grow a beard and started working out and became a top model in the world and right now we have uh another choice we can uh, but not just a choice but a responsibility towards ourselves because if we uh if we listen to ourselves and we know okay my path is x then i cannot rely on my parents since not everyone can do that. Like there are people who can, whose parents understand and they push in the right direction and they support. But let's say, as a blanket statement, like uh, for the most part, uh, they say, no, no, stay in the safe lane. You know, get a job, get a degree, go to college. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's the safe way. You know, have something for like something uh, reliable and not just pursue. Uh, your fantasies or whatever so it's definitely the way like it's definitely like you said we have to work on our our feelings and our needs and like what is really drives us forward right i agree yeah um and i really i really enjoy the way you express yourself and i really like the way your 
you present your aesthetic because it shows uh, not just not just in your I would say professional photography the art the projects that you that you work on but through your stories your posts your home decoration like everything has a touch and so I would say I would ask how did I know I'm focusing on photography a lot because there's a lot of aspects but it has like it has a very very interest interesting aspects and I'm going to touch on dance in a little bit mm-hmm. and but how doing photography helps you change perspectives and see things I I think it changed so much and you as a photographer I think you definitely understand um so I'm always very observant um looking at things but having photography or learning photography it makes you see even more and um it just it makes you see things from different angle or even you see for example for most people they will see oh there's a plant (laughs) but i'm gonna see the plant the light that's shooting the plant the the air around it the little stones the little insects on it or so it's everything to me that environment and then i feel like as you as being a storyteller through image which is like photography or even videos it's I want to help people see what I'm seeing. So, for example, even though we are all looking at one thing, you may be looking at the leaves and then I'm looking at the whole tree or what we focus on is completely different when we're just looking at an item. But when we are shooting it, it becomes it becomes a uh, physical, intangible item that's there and then people can see what you're seeing. And so as a photographer, I feel like what I'm trying to do is I find there is so much beauty in this world. And then, and I thought it's a natural thing. Everyone sees it because I'll see a sunset. I'll be like, oh my gosh, look at this sunset. Look at that light. And the people are like, are you crazy? <laughs> but, um, but then if I, once I took a photo and I actually show them what I'm seeing, they're like, oh my gosh, look at this. I didn't see this at all when I'm seeing it here. Um, and so photography to me becomes that not only is for me to remembering a moment, everything around this image and then telling people and showing people like what I'm seeing. And then also just to spread that beauty of look, how beautiful is everything around us? It can be an ordinary corner. It can be just something random, but um, but how I'm seeing the world, I think it's almost like everything is more <laughs> like, you know, there's rainbows <laughs> and lights and sunshine and everything. Uh, so, and I just, you know, it helps me see the world in such a different way. It sounds like this, this skill, this, this ability can also be translated, not just to photography, but also in, in let's say difficult situations or or i would i don't know different let's say life throws at you challenges and where some people could fall and just see it as a as a disaster but Mm -hmm. it sounds like this skill could translate into something that really helps you to move through life and absolutely see things differently and appreciate things differently so yes for example like you know manhattan hinge everyone there are droves of people right now going to see this phenomenon which existed for for pretty much for since new york became new i think got their skyscrapers out and and i think the first person who who really pointed it out was neil degrasse tyson i think he was the one who who said look there's this cool phenomenon and then people just started to because look, and then he just pointed it out, and then people were like, "Oh yeah, it's cool. Let's uh, now everyone." But now it became, "I want to have a piece of that phenomenon, and not, oh look, mm-hmm. it's pretty, and I want to show it." Mm-hmm. Um, I I feel like a lot of our challenges could could be not averted but overcome if we can change our perspective at those moments what do you, how do you think about that 
Absolutely. I, I completely agree with you. And the, and also in my life, there are so many times when it's a horrible situation or it's a challenging situation, but after a while, it becomes a blessing in disguise. Um, and, but it's just at the moment, you don't know at the moment you can't see it, right? We're heartbreak or just, you know, look at the immediate suffering, but when times go by, it's like, oh, thank God I didn't have this option. Thank goodness I, I was able to navigate. And then also not just that, it's it's sometimes when it's the challenging situations help you see things a little bit more um, and then makes you appreciate when good things happen. Um, so um, for in like to art, let's say some people, like they say, a lot of people have a lot of a musician or poet, they have the best best masterpiece when they are actually in the worst situation right but then later on it becomes the most beautiful thing they ever created so i feel like it's just like i think also to my point is when i do photography that's one thing is there's always going to be like challenge and things happening right and but it's all about how you see it like even though you have a tough day um you will be able to find something beauty in this world. And then there was a time I, I was kind of like doing a little 365 project myself and not just using that fancy camera, just even a phone. It's just every, like, I just love take pictures so much. And so like every day I'll take some photos and just remind myself, like, what's a good thing that I wanted to remember for today. Um, so like you said, like, like challenges and stuff like photography or anything, it's, it's all about how you see it. And then if, you know, if we don't keep on focusing on this perspective of, you know, this challenge and then just like photography, like, oh, let me try this different angle, walk away a little bit, walk to the side a little bit, go zoom in a little bit, you know, maybe you will have a completely different perspective. 100%. There's a very beautiful sentence that uh, I heard in a TED talk and uh, just someone reposted it on Instagram that says, uh, when you change the way you look at things, the way it the, the uh, the things you look at change right I, I think i butchered it a little bit but the essence is like some the if you change your perspective things you look at will change accordingly yes and but from what you just said it sounds like you're really connected to yourself but not on the level on the level that you know your values and you can detach yourself from from uh, opinions or ideas or or anything that is not i would say essential not like essential or not as uh important because i i think there is very uh there's levels to personality like you have the core values the 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 pillars of your personality that that defines who you really are and then on top of that you have your your thoughts your ideas your um beliefs and those are are fleeting those are can be are expendable you can always change and you know exactly what your pillars of your of your personality so you can always go back to that and then like okay look at those ideas and beliefs and then like okay i don't need that i look at those and change that and it's very important and it sounds like you went through through a through a process like uh and you're still going to always make sure you have a good uh clear view of what you want to do for you yeah it definitely takes time especially i think in the current social media space right we are all bombarded with all kinds of information and then there's all these social media network and it's hard not to be go into the game of, oh, how many likes I got, how many followers and all of that. But, you know, as time went by, I understand the fact that um, the what I'm telling or what I'm trying to express, it's it's for me and it's for the, the subject that I'm shooting um, if they commission me. Um, and so it's not about. Of course, don't get me wrong. It's wonderful when someone comes to you and says, oh, I love this work or there's like all these likes or whatever. But at the end of the day, it's it's about how you express it and if you enjoy it or not. And then um, if you detach it to yourself, 
um, of like all the numbers and just statistics and all of that. It's, it's how, how this make you feel even like for myself, sometimes five years later, I see a photo, I'll be like, Oh, I think this could be better or whatever. But it's about at that moment, how, what it means to you and, and um, what are you trying to say? What are you trying to create it? What are you trying to share? And then I always feel like as long as it's a, it's a warm and kind message, it's, you know, it's, it's something that you provide a positive influence and impact of people around you or to the world, then, you know, it should all, anything should be appreciated. Yeah. hundred percent. I have a, like, I'm, I'm, I want to, to know, I think I got back too, too far from the mic. So I don't know if you heard, uh, yeah. but I'd like to know, how do you, how do you know if you that something clicked within you? I know it's, it's, it's very hard to describe, that feeling of, but I'm sure that there, I'm, I'm assuming that there is some mm-hmm. kind of a, not checklist, but there right. has to be some things in order for you to be, uh, to get attached to something. So right. how does this process work for you? Um, I don't know for, I think for me, I'm a person that if I'm, trying or learning anything um i will just and if i like this thing i wanted to try it or i want to learn it i'll just keep doing it until until like there's no even even like i feel like no matter what space i am in the sky is the limit there's so many i can can do and then also there's always so much more i can learn and so i think for me is just every time when i come into like for example, photography, like as I'm shooting or when I just decided I'm going to start learning salsa, it just, I just decided I'm just going to keep going. And then because I enjoy it, I'm not going to stop. I'm just going to always try to take more lessons. I'm always going to experience new uh, photography technique or shooting more people and all of that. And so um, about when it click is that I, I don't know. Like, I feel like it, you just have to do more. Mm-hmm. And then until one day you, you suddenly, there's a feeling that you will suddenly feel like, Oh, I think like somehow I can just do it without thinking too much or yeah. without stressing too much. Um, and then it's not about like, I don't need to plan. I am not worried. It's not the case because every time before a shoot, I, I will always do so much research, so much thought, and then there's always going to be that nerve before a shoot. But at the same time, it's also that excitement. It's just that you are starting to feel comfortable with all of these uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, and, and then it's, it's just that, you know, you, you, it's just become like speaking, like, like, just like I'm here with you and we never, we never really talked about what are we going to talk about? <laughs> we don't have any questions in mind before, and I don't know what answers I'm going to give you, but it just becomes like a free flowing of, you know, just let it go. And then just let it come out authentically, naturally, and truthfully. And then it will speak to whoever like can connect. Yeah. What are you describing right now? And I say, I, I think uh, I didn't, I wasn't clear enough. Uh, with my point with my question because you entered like a different level uh on a different a different kind of click uh but what you're describing is when you get to a a a level of confidence within yourself to to be able to deal with uncertainties within that realm so you know you nail like you have you established enough uh you established certain uh a level of experience within yourself that you can say proud like say confidently that i I got this no matter where they put you and then no matter the uncertainty you'll handle it because you already have the tools what i was asking in terms of click is how do you know you like something how do you know you have connection with something in the sense Mm -hmm. that how did you find that you i know that you have the dance experience from before but how did you know that salsa is your thing? Right. Um, and I think it's interesting because sometimes it doesn't happen right away. 
right? And then there's also no right or wrong of what things should click to you. It all depends on where you are at that moment and what speaks to you. So like I said, even though I danced a long time ago, and then when I first interact with salsa, I, I enjoyed it, but it never clicked through me. Like there's all these components in there. I'm just following whatever people are doing. And I'm just like, okay, it's just another, another light night of clubbing. Um, so I danced a couple of times or, you know, enjoyed a couple of nights, salsa nights, and I stopped it. I never go back again for so many years. But then the second time I went in, somehow I met the right people. Uh, I met the right group. I, um, someone taught me like some of these ins and out. And then I start going to lessons like classes and then more socials. And I realized, Oh my gosh, I just, I enjoy this so much. I love the music. I love all the people I'm meeting. I love the complexity and skills that's interact with it. So like, do you always are going to click to something or speak to something? Not necessarily. And then are you going to click to something right away at that first time? Also not necessarily. I think it's, it's really the, the time. I, I don't know. It's like the, that somehow like, you know, the sun, the moon, the, yeah, <laughs> the yeah, space yeah, yeah. connected, the stars <laughs> and, you know, and then sometimes in your life you stumble upon something and then you just fall in love. Yeah. It's, it's really you know, like for me, mine, mine of my biggest mysteries that I'm kind of trying to solve within myself, and this is the reason I'm doing this, is to understand how this connection is created. And so whoever listens to this will be able to kind of dissect how did they got to their connection and how to evaluate if they like it, they don't like it, and then be able to create new connections in the future. And it's it's so incredible that you attempted dancing at one stage but that the setting around you wasn't the wasn't right you know the something the people weren't as as inviting or i don't know the music or the floor or i don't know someone threw a a comment that threw you off and then you came back later and it's all tied also to photography i'll, I'll show I, because it's kind of the same and then you came back later for different perspective different set of eyes and then people were different the music was better the setting was better and then it and then it it's it worked it means it just shows that sometimes even on paper the things that kind of supposed to match they're not matching unless Mm -hmm. there's something extra and that's how what exactly goes like you came with one perspective and then you came back went out went away came in a different perspective and then it was right and then it was beautiful so is for me it's amazing and it's i think it goes with goes together with not just dancing or photography but with people too because you can meet a person let's say today and like they're nice they're good um they're interesting they're funny but they're not leaving any fleeting and any impression. And as soon as you leave, they're out of your, they're out of the head. And then you can meet the same person in five years or even, I don't know, and sometimes in the future. And then you're in a different situation. You change as a person. They change as a person. You are the same people, but not in the same setting. And so the connection becomes different. And that's amazing. Yes, yes, absolutely. And I also feel that a lot of time it's all about your energy too. Like what does your energy speak to? Sometimes people can sense you before they speak to you. And um, like, and in a way, not everyone is going to like my energy, but my energy will speak to our certain people and it will draw certain people. And just like, I'm going to draw to some energy too. And so just like, you know, for, for both of us, we've never met. And then we kind of just connected uh, on social media. And then it's like, do you want to go to shoot? Let's go to shoot. And then we had a wonderful time (laughs) and then you moved. (laughs) (laughs) But in a way that I feel like that, that connection, sometimes you have with people, it's just, it's amazing. And, um, and then it's, it's just, 
it's sometimes unexpected. And then it just, there's like so much um, surprises it can bring. Um, and then like, I feel like as long as it's the right energy, you're going to connect um, as you are, you know, all carrying the same energy. Yeah. I'll ask something a little bit like uh, different. How do you maintain your connections? How do you, mm -hmm. uh, you have, you're in a relationship. Because mm -hmm. at the beginning, and I, I would say at the beginning, we have this excitement and we see the person in, like, there's the honeymoon phase, as everyone likes to say. And, mm -hmm. uh, but as time, as time goes by, like I said, we change. Right. We, we grow in different directions. We find, we find new passions. We put other things away. But how do you maintain those connections? Not just romantically, but just with people around you. Right, right. No, absolutely. Um, so I think in a way, maintaining um, any type of relationship I think there's a couple of things because again, there, there is, this is a million dollar questions and there's so many ways and there's so many things or factors. But I think to me, one is I don't force it because there are times like, you know, again, not everyone is going to like me. And, um, like, for example, sometimes, uh, my sister will be like, you're too nice. <laughs> uh, and then, but you know, you'll think like, what's wrong with that? But then, you know, maybe not people, everyone will, will enjoy it. So it's like, so you don't force any type of relationship. If it goes, it goes. And then if it's a true one, sometimes it may, um, like there may be some gaps or things like that. But if today both people like put in the effort, both friendship or romantic, it's going to come through. So just don't force it. And then secondly is, um, at the same time, just bringing that good, um, good, good vibes, good energy, and then um, new things in there. In a way, how do I say this? Is um, um, I feel like any type of relationship we are nurturing, we are trying to, and there's different purpose to of any type of relationship. Yeah. And then it's just that you know coming in in a unforceful way of. And then also just of, I'm just bringing a, um, you're trying to contribute to this, to this relationship. And then both need to try to contribute to this relationship. Um, and then, you know, you both make each other happy in some way. Um, like, just like even friends, right? Like we're, we're together and we are having a good time together. And then there, and then in just like any relationship, there are going to be hiccups. There are going to be challenges. And I feel like a lot of people, a lot of times people feel like a good relationship is when there's no fights, when there is no issues. But I feel like as long as we are two different individuals as a friend or anything, we are going to have disagreement. We are going to have challenges, but it's more about how we resolve and how do we handle these conflicts and challenges. Um, like if today I have a fight with a friend, you know, we should communicate and avoid any type of conflict that we like cause this kind of conflict or, um, how can we both, you know, what is the reason and how can we move past this? Um, and it's just, I feel like in a way is that opened heart of we both come in here and then we are like, you know, it's, it's a long life and then it's a tough life sometimes. Yeah. And then, so any type of relationship we have should just be building us up, should making us like adding some light and happiness or, or things in along the way. Um, and so even though there are challenges happen in between, it, as long as both people are, are trying to do the right thing, both people are trying to you know, have the same mindset of I'm trying to build this relationship, I'm trying to maintain this relationship, then then I think you will be able to have a long-term relationship. And then sometimes, unfortunately, it doesn't work out as a friend or as a romantic relationship. So one person, like, you know, something happened in between, then it's unfortunate and it's sad, don't get me wrong, but I feel like as long as you can see see to your heart and says, I tried. And then I like, I am not 
asking for like anything in return. We are really just, you know, supposed to be just trying to contribute and then, you know, make each other happy or support each other. But if somehow there's a fall off, then we just need to acknowledge it and then, you know, move past it because those who appreciate you are going to, you know, stay there just like you will stay there for them too. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think so. I, I, I always, I equate relationship and connection to dance because mm-hmm. there is a lot of, a lot of similarities between, between those two. Mm-hmm. And a dance, even, even one dance with one person is like a microcosm of an actual relationship because there is the hesitation when you meet someone and then you have to instill you don't have to uh and every dance is different but i feel like a a good dance at least for and i'm just talking for right now from my perspective is the when the partner that i'm dancing with feels safe and not just feels safe in the sense of no one will hurt me, but feels safe to be themselves, to to really bring themselves out without judgment. And that's where that's where the relationship really starts, is because until that moment we both kind of playing playing a uh, some sort of like role hi i'm this and you're that like oh here's my hand like let's move (laughs) like and then when you start dancing and when you have this this base of uh this fundamental uh i would say safety to be who you are that's when the you see the true colors of someone and then you can decide okay that person is crazy that person is a like control freak or whatever or like she just does does their her, their own thing without regarding the partner and or like that person really listens or the person really attentive and you can really that's it takes so much skill even in those three and a half minutes because you have to listen you have to pay attention to the nuances you can see like so you can see in the dance when someone smiles, but there's no one behind that smile. You can see that someone kind of looks at you, but like the car is like the engine is running and no one's behind the wheel. Mm-hmm. And like it's a it's like a Tesla. You drive on autopilot. Right. So it's really it really takes a lot of things, like you said, to to make sure everything is 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 working together. And sometimes mm-hmm. things don't work out, but I think the most important, just in in the same in dance in a in a in the life relationship, is to communicate. I think the communication is the key to to that success. To not just to success. Success is not necessarily uh, like being happy and jolly and like say, oh yeah, let's uh, let's go off for beer. But success in the sense that everyone feel knows what the other side feels and thinks about them and know where they stand in opposed to the other side and they can know in which direction to go right i feel that's like how you can measure how you can build a good connection that's exactly like it's it's exactly how you put it and it's just like putting a twist of the dance to it yeah no absolutely yeah so how I don't know. It's it's. How was it like for me? I think when you shot the uh, what was a queen, not the queen, princess. <laughs> I went like, how was it like to to meet a princess and then doing the photo shoot with her? Um, I feel like in a way, there's really I really no changed the subject. I'm sorry. <laughs> how I shoot with anyone, um. Um, because honestly, how she found me is like, 
very like out of, uh, you know, unexpected. And so at first I didn't even know I was shooting for, for the Royal family. And then later on, once she, she loved the, the work that I did, um, she actually had me for do a photo shoot and I, I don't know what to expect um, before I met her. And then I originally even think that, oh, maybe they will be a little bit, you know, like there's distant, hard to, hard to approach. But once I met her, it's, she's so sweet and then absolutely amazing. And, you know, it's like a girlfriend, you're really talking to them. And then just like any girl, um, you know, we all feel nervous doing a photo shoot. You're like, you know, what position should I do? I don't know how to pose. And um, so it's just like anyone, like they all have like, you know, the same thoughts and concerns and, you know, and just like how any photo shoot, I kind of like direct them and then just, you know, walk through it. Just like we are having a conversation and then, and in a way, when I do a photo shoot, I really enjoy just, you know, the person to being their authentic self. And because I feel like when they, when people are most relaxed and then happy and then just hopeful, it just, that's the most beautiful time that were most beautiful naturally they are and that it doesn't need anything forceful and all that stuff. And I am just trying to capture how beautiful you are in me. Yeah. Uh, from how I see you, like you are always beautiful. It's just like sometimes, you know, we all give ourselves so much pressure so we don't see it. Um, so like regard going back to your question, like that experience, I feel like it's literally just like any other photo shoot, you know, <laughs> we, we talk through it and then, you know, like telling her how to pose and then making sure she's not, you know, nervous and then not worried. And then, you know, and then later on, as we shoot, if she's started to become excited and then, you know, we start to, to shoot becoming all natural, just like everyone. And then we start to just having fun. So, <laughs> you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's all very natural. <laughs> How do you help the your uh I don't know if it's a subject, object, the person that you're shooting, how do you I would say help guide them to mm -hmm. see what you see in them? Because like as a as a photographer uh, as well, I know that people when you take a photo, they'll see the blemishes on their skin or oh my God, my makeup wasn't uh, 100% or oh, I forgot to pluck that eyebrow. Oh, I don't know. They can find 101 uh, right. flaws in them. But we Absolutely. as photographers, we are able to see. I know I'm looking at the clock as well. I'm trying, I, I, uh, gauging the time. So how do you guide your, your subject to see your perspective, see the beauty that you see? Um... No, um, so I feel like as a photographer, and I think that's a lot of people give me the feedback of, I kind of guide them through it because um, they don't know what I see, right? Uh -huh. They think they look like really good in this angle, but from my angle and then also from my professional camera, it may not be the most flattering. And then it's just about a little twist of the angle or a little bit of pose and all that stuff. So, um, I, I'm lucky in the sense that also maybe I think because of I know dance, so I know how to, you know, how how to adjust your your body and all of that. So I can show them um, how to do it or what will help, and then um, and then just kind of like providing them like the the guide, and then also at the same time just make them feel comfortable. So just like walking through it and then explain to them what are the things that we can do or, you know, I'll, I, what I usually, because like sometimes it's so hard to describe what to do. So I'll just show them what to do as well. So <laughs> that's usually how I guide them. That's awesome. So now, uh, as I, first of all, I, for, that's, I always forgot to say that, but in the beginning, but like, don't the, in fact that we stop recording, it doesn't mean like we are like, we, we um. can, we need to finish the, the conversation. Um, but right now, I would like to ask you the my, my famous questionnaire, which uh -huh. is uh, actually I borrowed from a show called Actor Studio, which they borrowed from a different uh, person. And that's a, usually the people ask, like, what's your favorite color and what's your favorite beverage or whatever. But this, I like it because it's, it's uh, simple. Uh -huh. but 
uh, but with a twist. So, right. first question: uh, What is your favorite word? Word. Yes. Mm, love. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's no right and wrongs. Just to be right. To, it's, yes. It's, it's whatever feels right to you. That's the right question. What's right. your least favorite word? Hate. What turns you on, like uh, spiritually, creatively, mentally? Smile. Hmm, nice one. I like it. Uh, <laughs> what turns you off? Selfishness. Yeah, that's definitely hard to watch. Uh, what sound or noise do you love? What sound or noise do I love? Yes. Um, the ocean waves. Hey. Uh, what sound or noise do you hate? Mm, gun sound. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is your favorite curse word? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a, it packs a punch. And it's every is it going to be a beep? No, 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 no. Like beep it up. <laughs> Don't worry. I, 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 uh, all about, uh, freedom of expression and, uh, no need to censor. Um, what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? A dancer. But you're already doing that in a way. Okay. Um, a profession. Uh, what would be? Mm, that's a good one. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, it's like a actual job, like like uh, a profession. Any profession. It could be anything. Like. Mm -hmm. mm. Uh, what would it be? Um, like a. Those National Geographic photographer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll take it. Uh, what profession you wouldn't like to attempt? Wouldn't? Wouldn't. Mm. Mm. I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't come up with one. Um, oh, probably like a debt collector. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? You did good. Hey. <laughs> All right, Christy, right before we, uh, we close this episode, uh now the stage is yours to share with the people where they can find you your latest projects and how do you like them to see your work so go for it sounds good no thank you for having me today um i, I always enjoyed um connecting with people through photography so if you want to find me uh, i'm on instagram at christy sees um so it's k-r-i-s-t-y-s-e-e-s Christy C's and my website is christyyangphotography.com. Um, and just uh, my, I have a new project now I'm working on, but because of the pandemic, it slowed down and was uh, on hold for a little bit. But I'm um, dedicated to complete it is to um, actually shoot um, and tell story of women that have invisible diseases and traumas. Um, and in a way, I wanted to showcase of we all have our challenges in life, but it's all about how we manage it. And we can still have a very happy and fulfilling um, life, despite whatever challenges you are going through. And so a lot of the people that I'm shooting, you see them like so vibrant and beautiful, and you have no idea that's what they're encountering or either diseases or mental trauma or whatever. And so I wanted to use this book, photography book, as a chance to help people understand that, you know, happiness is you don't have problem. It's it's really how you manage it. And then, you know, to be appreciative of life and then everyone around you. And, 
you know, you making yourself happy. And um, luckily, or hopefully with with the support of those around you. Um, and I think this book is to kind of like give you that energy and power to to, you know, to face it. That sounds like an amazing, amazing project. And I looking forward to see you do it. And uh, I'll, I'll definitely be on the lookout. So every all the links will be in the description of the podcast. Uh, it will be available everywhere. Uh, if you listen, you can listen to it on Google, on Apple, on Go- on uh, Spotify, Anchor. Uh, and all the links will be there. And uh, Chrissy, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really, I'm really honored and really was really happy to see you again and uh, connect with you. And uh, yeah, that'll be it, everybody, for this episode. And I'll see you on the next one. Bye.